0: You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from trippadvice.com. And usually when I do interviews, it's usually me interviewing other guests. But today I have an episode with an interview with me, an interview that I did with Jared Bull over at transformational coaching it was a it was a live interview on youtube that we did and he was kind enough to send me over the audio so i can get it over to you so you can hear about some of my thoughts on attracting women how attraction works failure in terms of what happens when you're just not seeing results where do you go from there so i give all of my thoughts on that and a little bit about my background too so if you don't know about my background you're going to hear about it a little bit more on this interview with jared And I think that you're really going to enjoy it because I go into some things that might be helping you if you're feeling stuck when it comes to attraction. Now I know this interview is coming out at a time when we're not necessarily going out and meeting a lot of women due to what is going on in the world today. But it's still going to be good information for you for when you actually do go out and start meeting women. And also it's going to be very important for you right now because you still might be meeting women online and it all connects because attraction works the same way. So You're really going to enjoy what I have to say in this interview and also if you feel right now that you are stuck and you're not sure where to go from here because of what's happening in the world and the fact that we're quarantined and we can't leave or maybe you're listening to this at a time when you're able to go out and the world is is fine now but you're still feeling very stuck, I want you to go to coachedbytrip.com where you can apply for coaching. You see, coaching is a way for you to get faster results. A lot of guys don't realize that there is this thing called coaching available in this realm of dating and attraction. But yes, it exists. And I've been doing it for almost 10 years now, helping guys get to the place where they're meeting more women, where they are being able to attract the kinds of women they want and not having to settle. Understanding how conversation works and understanding how to get women invested in you. So, that you don't have to go through this life just going for the women that you think you can get, but actually go for the women that you really want. So, go to coachedbytrip.com today to apply. The application takes about five, six minutes to just fill out. And then you and I will hop on a phone call and talk more about coaching and see if it's a good fit for you. And yes, you'll be hopping on a phone call with me personally, because I'm going to be the one who's going to be coaching you through this process. So, if you want quicker results, if you're feeling like you're stuck, check it out. In the meantime, here is my interview where I'm interviewed by Jared Bull from Transformational Coaching. Check it out. I think you're going to like it.
1: Hey, everyone. It's good to see you guys. I'm really excited. I have a special guest here today. His name is Trip Kramer, he's an internationally known dating coach and founder of Trip Advice a men's dating advice company. He's also the creator of the popular YouTube channel, Trip Advice, which teaches men how to become more attractive to women. And he has a weekly podcast entitled How to Talk to Girls. And he currently resides in Chicago, Illinois, where my family's originally hometown is from. Thanks for coming, Trip. I really appreciate you
0: being here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Love doing live shows. This is is fantastic.
1: Yeah, live streams are the way to go, man. It's fun. Um, So... I'm just curious, man, because I, I came from the like the the kind of PUA community years ago, um, and it was definitely really helpful in terms of my own evolution as a man. I felt like it was like a rite of passage for me. Um, I just wanted to get your perspective on, I guess, like how you got into this world, the work that you're doing now, and what do you think it what do you think it does does for men.
0: Yeah, for sure. What's well, funny, you say Rite a passage. I think it just we didn't have a choice. <laughs> you know, I mean, I have you know guys who discover me first before anything else. But when I was you know digging into this, it, that that's all that was available. Really, mm-hmm. is, is all that information the PUA stuff. So in a weird way, it is kind of like a rite of passage. But it, it's just because that's all that was there. You know, right, right. No, so, but yeah, no. Um, So what was the what was the question exactly? How? Yeah, like what do you think?
1: uh, What you do and how you teach men? Like what do you think that's really about? Like what does that do for men? Like I know for me it was I felt like it was a rite of passage. It like gave me confidence knowing that I could go anywhere, talk to any girl fearlessly. It just was a really cool feeling to know that I could do that. Yeah. But then like once once. Once I was able to do it, I was like, "All right, cool. Like, I can do it now. What, what's the next
0: thing?" You know, but like, yeah. it's it, it's it's the like, next thing uh, is always is always starting a business. Yeah, I totally agree. That's exactly <laughs> That's what right. happens to people who get really into this stuff. They're like, <laughs> "Well, I accomplished that. What's what are the other parts of my life?" It's either that, or they, or they simultaneously are working on 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 looking better. So it's like working out or or mm-hmm. losing weight or things like that. It's kind of like we. It's uh it's a weird backdoor unknown backdoor route into personal development mm-hmm. where you'll you'll dig into that and it's it's such a challenge that if you or i should say when you accomplish it you're just like yeah okay that was <laughs> fun i feel good like i want to keep this train going in terms of being the best me and having an awesome life so mm-hmm. it, it usually ends up translating to doing something with business entrepreneurship or working out, things like that, <laughs> or, or just general personal development, building morning routines. People are obsessed with morning routines and productivity yeah. and all that stuff. So,
1: well, I, I always, whenever people ask me, like, you know, what what do you think I should do for more personal development? That's like my first answer is like, go start a business. You will constantly be forced to de- develop and innovate if if that's what you want your life yeah. to be about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
1: So, uh, Trip, how did you? What was like? What do you do exactly now? I I know you're still helping men get into relationships and, and really create. But I mean, ultimately, I see that you're doing something on a deeper level. Which is, from my perspective, it seems like you're given you're you're equipping men to feel more confident in themselves and go after more of whatever it is that they want in their life. Like that's what I see on the deeper level. Does does that resonate
0: with you? Yeah, definitely. I think that if if you if you work on yourself, the you'll reap the rewards.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, is if there's a lot of stuff out there. It's funny. I just saw an ad. It was it was another dating coach doing an advertisement for their for their uh pro, their program, They're basically their basically their their full program. And I saw that and I was like, and I get what they're doing. It's marketing. But they were basically giving the guys... And it was, it was a great like, technique to use in terms of getting a woman interested in you. And just talking about like, something you can say that can make the girl think that you're high status. It's not like a lie. It's, it's just like a way of speaking to her that makes her think like, oh, you're, you might be an attractive guy. And I was thinking, I was watching, I was like, that's a really good technique. It's something I, even I would teach but that won't do it all right you know it just won't it's 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 something so small it won't it won't transform you which means you're you're you know you can say that line or you can you can say the thing but that's not really going to take you that far cuz eventually you're going to meet up with the girl and she's going to see that you're you know, not confident, low self esteem. You don't right. you have your life together. You're not, you know, you're not a very high value guy. Like she'll see that. So, all that stuff is great that can work and you can use that stuff, but you better be backing it up with you being a person who's of quality. You know, it's like <laughs> the same thing as like a girl um, mm. putting on makeup and she puts on so much that. You know, the next day you're like, wait a minute. So you had a push up bra, fake eyelashes, um, you know, drawn in eyebrows and, and you, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, okay. That's who you really are. You know, it's like, okay. So that stuff works. I'm not saying women shouldn't wear makeup, and I'm not saying guys shouldn't use some of these lines sometimes. Right. But you better back it up with something. (laughs)
1: Right. Well, I love that because it really just like in anything, whether it's sales, whether it's, uh, you know, relationships, it's a technique is just the first step. Eventually, we want to own the technique, integrate it into our presence and be that. And like that's, I think like that's ultimately anything that's truly transformational If it remains at the technique level, then it's not actually transformational. The whole purpose of the technique is, or like a sales script, is to kind of, you know, get you into it. And then once it becomes a part of you, then it's just a part of you, and you own it. And then it's in your presence. And I I think that's really the conversation or distinction we're having right now.
0: Here's another good analogy. Let's imagine you have uh, a, a leak somewhere, like in a faucet. Okay, and so. Let's say you have a piece of gum. You choose some gum and you put the gum on there, and it works. Wow, well, it worked! You put the gum on the hole and it's not leaking anymore. It works now, and it worked in the in the in the present moment, and it might even work for a little while. You know, the gum might stick on there and and it might do its job. But eventually, the gum's going to wear down and it's going to burst, and it's not it's not a real fix. It's a quick fix, mm. right? So while those things work. They're not sustainable for the long term, so right. you'd have to actually go out and get a new pipe to fix the, the leak, right? So the same thing with you is you need to figure out what you need to do to fix the parts of you to actually be an attractive guy. and the good news is is when you work on that stuff, your life becomes better anyway. you know yeah. you' two yeah. birds with one stone, you're just becoming this optimal version of you. When I say that, i don 't mean attractive necessarily. Physically, although it's interesting, I was just talking to a client, I literally just got off a, a coaching call with a client and we were talking about some of these things. And and I told him, I said, listen, you know, in order to be attractive, an attractive person, it takes, and I talk about this in my book, inner qualities and outer qualities. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're what you're doing is you're gonna optimize your outer qualities. That's one part, and then the inner qualities you're always gonna be working on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so here let me dive a little bit deeper into that. So outer qualities is your your looks, so to speak, and some other things like maybe your lifestyle, your job. But let's just focus on looks for a second. So there's only so much you can do with your looks, right? You can work on what you wear, your haircut, your um, you know, your facial hair, maybe some whether you wear glasses or not wear glasses and then working out. That's pretty much it. So right. those are are quick. Like okay, cool, new style, buy a new wardrobe, pretty easy. Um, contacts or not, haircut, like all that stuff is you can get it done in a weekend if you wanted to. And then of course, if you want to work on either losing weight or gaining weight, that's going to take a little bit longer. But that's pretty much that's all you could do. Great. So optimize that part so you look your most attractive you could be. And then the rest of it, I would say like the uh, the other eighty percent. I say eighty percent because the other eighty percent is the most is the stuff that matters more or has a, has a, a more powerful effect than attraction is going to be your inner qualities, which means your behavior, the way that you behave, mm-hmm. the way that you are acting when you're around a woman, your confidence, you being a challenge to a woman and not so easy to get, you understanding how to flirt and how to talk to her, you leading the interaction... And you enjoying the interaction. It's all behavior. I call it inner qualities. That's the way you act. So I guess my long-winded point here is if you want to work on this stuff and and you want to be the most attractive person you can be, you got to work on all this stuff together. But What's cool is is when you look better, when you optimize your outer qualities, you're just going to feel better, which is great. And you're going to be a person for, for other people that you're around. And then same thing with your inner qualities. When you're working on your behavior and you build more confidence. And that's going to help you with depression, anxiety, feeling lonely, right? things like that. So you're inevitably going to be a stronger person in general. And all that stuff is what women are attracted to. And that's what they want. They want a guy who is secure in himself, who's effective at life, who has... who, And this is more towards let's say outer qualities is has uh friends around him, has good relationships around him, and really just has his life together. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys don't. And I, I'm sitting here ten years ago thinking, kind of like it all clicked and I was like, I gotta teach this to guys. Like this is this is easier said than done. Yeah, it all takes work and nothing's a quick fix, like we said earlier, but you could really work on this and you could if you're looking for a relationship or just whatever it is you could get these results like this could happen for you and that kind of motivated me to to help guys to push it out there cuz i was like wow this is possible mm-hmm. and i know how i can i can deliver this and then you know that's where we are now
1: trip you made a great point there which <clears throat> i want to go into a little bit deeper you mentioned that you, you, these external qualities are important, but the inner qualities are most important. I, I remember there being a phase at one point where I was doing all the right external things and I started feeling really good. I started seeing the results and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then I almost got to a point where it's like, if I did this though with a girl who I really deeply, like, really wanted to be with and really loved. Like, would it be, would it be real for me and would it be real for her? And I remember thinking that and going back and forth. And eventually I did just embody those qualities. And so whatever love I created from that space was authentic and real. But I think sometimes people have a concern or worry that if you're using techniques, that it's, that it would be, it wouldn't be real then, or it wouldn't, um, yeah it wouldn't be real could you speak more to that
0: yeah uh, that's uh, it, it's it's a great question and thing to bring up too because i hear that a lot from people who aren't who don't need this help right they're mm-hmm. like i don't get it it sounds like it uh it sounds like you're just you're just faking it and it's it's not you and the thing is is Sometimes you need training wheels.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Like sometimes you need training wheels. Like you cannot overnight just become confident, dude, and and just know it all. So there's some things that you, you know, might need as training wheels to just get you started and get you out there. And a little bit of fake it until you make it. I'm not saying you lie. Like there's no like lines that I'd ever teach that, I mean they can be lies, but I never encourage anyone to do that. But they're you know, just ways of speaking to women or things you say to open up conversation, to just start things and get things going. And, and there's no harm in that, right? And I always tell people too, who, who, who kind of look at dating coaching, like, what is going on here? Like, What is this? It's like, listen, everyone deserves a shot at, mm-hmm. at love, sex, and or relationship. I think everyone deserves that. That mm-hmm. opportunity, at least. And so, if you, have, if you have any other better ideas, please let me know because yeah. I'm open to sharing that with the guys. But most people don't. And of course, they don't. They just haven't, it's not their fault. They just haven't put thought into it. But, you know, be yourself doesn't work, not because being yourself doesn't attract women, but that doesn't, it's not very practical advice.
1: Right. I remember the first coach I ever hired he put it to me a a really good way. And it wasn't even, this was for sales. It wasn't even for relationships. He said, Jared, I know a part of you thinks right now, and he was great because he could read me really well. He's like, I know a part of you thinks right now that this isn't real to you, but what's our most authentic self is actually authored and created. And like the word authentic comes from the prefix, like it's the same prefix to create, author, and so the most authentic we actually could be is the personality or the being that we craft and create. And I think that's such a foreign concept to a lot of people in the West because we're so conditioned from birth where I guess you know, I have a pretty big Eastern background. Like their, their concept of self is like, yeah, you create it. How, whoever you want to be, like you go out there and you do it. You put the work in, you put the effort and the energy in, and you create yourself. And I always like that definition because that's more like my authentic self is, yeah, it's like I would want my authentic self to be created. Like that's an awesome opportunity to know that you're not restricted by just, uh, you know, some inborn genetics or personality. Like even epigenetics right now is saying that what we call as junk DNA, when you have a certain experience in the environment, can activate that junk DNA, which can give you. Certain traits, and like that's really exciting to me because it's a pretty hopeless situation if you think your personality can't be changed or you can't learn anything, you know?
0: Right, and 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 why doesn't have to be that way? It just doesn't.
1: Right, right, yeah. There's so much more empower empowerment in that. I I think that view where we see our authentic self as being authored or created from, yeah, from our environment and from doing putting in the work
0: absolutely i agree and you know hopefully anyone who's watching and listening knows that they can do it too
1: absolutely yeah trip what's your favorite part about doing this work like what's the part that gets you really excited and like that aliveness cuz i know there's like, you're you're running a business so there's like the everyday business stuff but then there's also like being there for people, balancing relationships and tasks. And I have a background in executive coaching, and that's been the crazy to see. Like, that's all business is is balancing relationships and tasks. And I guess my question would be: what for you is the part that gives you the most excitement? Like, like that really, despite all the work that you have to do at the end of the day, you're by the end of it, you're like, this is sweet. Okay, I I like, I can continue, I can do this
0: yeah, I think it's when i'm I'm doing my one on one coaching and I'm working yeah. with guys who are who are just really in it and they're excited about it. and they are they want the change. and they and then they get the change because they're doing the homework that I give them and the assignments. And that just get like i like I said, I was just off a coaching call just now. and he he his last question was actually, so what do you think about how I'm doing? Like how is it all going cuz we we're about 6 sessions in. And I said, "Listen, man, you're doing he's a great client. He's mm-hmm. doing everything I'm saying to do, which is what he hired me to help him with, and he's getting results from it and he's so happy." And mm-hmm. and he's and I'm and I'm happy, not that he's necessarily even getting results, I'm happy that he is putting the work in. Right and he's and he's doing it you know and and most of my clients do but you know you get some people who just are making it a priority and and I get I get really excited when guys are excited about it cuz I'm excited about it right this is what I talk about this is what I do all day long so to be with someone who wants to make change it is that energy trend that excited energy transfers over to me and gets right. me all pumped up so yeah. I love working with people who are who are just in it to win it and they and when they are when they're in that mindset they end up winning and they get (laughs) what they want out of life and and there's just nothing better than that honestly.
1: Yeah I, I totally agree man that's that's whenever you see the transformation process happen and you can know like right off the first call if a person's really going to be there and they're going to do it, like if there's just that feeling, like okay, yeah, they're invested and they're gonna they're gonna take this. Like, and they, the great thing is, is when they don't even know, yeah, they're gonna they're they're worried and they're so worried that they're not gonna be able to do it and create what they want. You're like, dude, you're fine. <laughs> you're you know, so that's good. That's good. What, what would you say, Tripp, for someone who's in a space where they're wanting to create that change in their relationship and they're learning the skills and they're applying it, but they're at a point where they're getting some results, but they're not getting the full results that they're actually looking for. And then they get demotivated. Like I've seen some people, at least in my work where they're, they're in it, and the, for whatever reason, they don't have that resilience as much, like that bounce back. Like, okay, I, this didn't work. I'm just going to get back in the game. This didn't work. Like, what would you? How do you work with people in that manner when when it doesn't? Might not happen the the right way right off the bat. Because there's some clients in that I'll get who they're excited, and then for whatever reason, they don't have that bounce back as much as some of the other ones.
0: Yeah, no, that's a tough situation. I, that's a really good question. Actually, is some people don't have that bounce back. I think we all have somewhat trouble with that. I you know, some people more than others. You know, so I can totally relate to that. One of my clients is like that, and you just have to pound in their head and get them to understand the reality of what it what it takes to make a change. Mm-hmm. So the guys who are not making changes quick, it doesn't mean that the change isn't possible or the result isn't possible. It just means that. That your journey is going to take as long as it needs to take. And you got to remember that like all this is hard work. Like right. no matter what you're going to do to make a change, it's going to be hard work. Some people make quick changes, but but no matter what you're trying to achieve, it does take work. And mm-hmm. so you gotta remind yourself of that. You gotta remind yourself of that combined with the concept of patience. Because mm-hmm don't have that if you don't have the patience you know it's not going to happen anyways right so it's like you have a couple choices is do you want to just keep working at this or do you want to give up mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. up is going to be you know where you're at now without the chance of actually succeeding so i try to kind of use logic in a way and also try to remind them of of you know the rewards and the benefits of once mm-hmm. you're there you're going to be so happy that you got there you're going to be so happy you didn't give up you're going to be so happy that you finally got to that point and you got to keep going. And then once in a while, I'll tell him a story of an old client who, and this is a true story, I was working with him day in, and day out for like two months and he was about to give up. And he was literally on, on his last day of working together. And he's like, I just want to give up. Like, I'm not seeing exactly what I wanted. I said, let's just give it your all and, and let's tr- just keep going. Let's keep pushing. Even though this is the last, you know, one of the last days we're working together. And then he ended up meeting a girl who became his girlfriend for the next few years. Oh that's great. So, yeah. so my the the lesson there is you don't know how far you are away from making a big change, you know. Mm-hmm. And and there's levels, like right? there's like you know, it, it keeps it keeps the new challenges keep on coming up. And I always remind the guys that look at what you've accomplished so far. Some guys forget. That's another thing, too, is like, oh, I haven't I haven't mean, got the results I wanted, it's like, have you realized how well you've actually done? When yeah. you came to me, you couldn't even talk to a girl and now you're approaching girls all the time and you were, you were so scared. We quickly forget how far we've come and we only look at the new challenge in front of us. Yeah. You gotta remind yourself of, of, of where you came from because that is the fuel or motivation to keep going you know it's like it's there's always going to be a new challenge like you're never you know you're always going to be in a new challenge until the day you die cuz eventually you're going to probably be in a relationship and there's sometimes that's people's goals well that's there's challenges there and then <laughs> the challenges in being in a longer relationship and challenges in having children it's like it's never going to end so look back at where you've come from and just focus on the main challenge now and just because you know you're not 10 steps ahead it doesn't mean that you're far behind.
1: And I love that. I was, I was studying motivational schemes. I'm teaching our class on that actually, and, and motivational schemes and willpower, and all the research is saying that if we don't self reflect back on the transformation that's already happened, we will burn out, and we will we won't be able to get to that next level, whatever that level may be.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. Like you'll
1: eventually just burn out, like the yeah. will run.
0: That's why they say journal journaling is important because you're doing that, you're self-reflecting every day. And then also you can actually go back into your old notes and see where you were and how far you've come, and that can that can give you more fuel.
1: Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Trip, how would you say if uh like how would you say the the people that come into your work once they do get that relationship that they're looking for, they, they create the skill set, whatever it might be. I mean, some people, it might just be, look, I just want to know to be able to have the confidence to talk to any girl and like, that's good. And then other people probably come to you for just, I just want a single relationship. Maybe some come, like, I want like four or five <laughs> different girls for, for whatever reason. Uh, I've heard it all, but what do you think... What do you think at the core of everyone's external goal, what do you see that they're really looking for? Is there like one common underlying thread that you really see everyone's actually looking for? Like the goal, like I always like thinking about the goal or the desire behind the desire or the goal behind the goal.
0: I, I don't necessarily a uh, yes, I do have a deep answer for that, but it's nothing I really share with my clients because it doesn't mean anything to them right. in that moment. It's just not where their their head is at, but really we're all looking for validation in some in some respect. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think sometimes it takes a little external external validation to to feel internally validated. Absolutely. So, but, but but hopefully that internal validation lasts and you can then take that and be like and take that. And give yourself your own internal validation. So, what I'm saying here is you might feel crappy, low self esteem, like a, like a shitty person, unattractive. And then you might start getting attention from women and you're like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I am a cool guy. Maybe, you know, that, that and then they're also accomplishing goals, you know, mm-hmm. accomplishing the challenges that come along with approaching and, and that stuff starts to build your self esteem because of, that's been proven to build self-esteem, accomplishing things. And, and that's all to just feel validated and, and feel good about yourself. As mm. long as you don't hold on to that in a way where you're consistently trying to get external validation to feel good, because that is not sustainable. Right. If so just continue to try to get it, like you're trying to uh, uh, fill a, a bucket with water that has a hole in it, you'll never end up filling the bucket with water. That hole... Is, is the hole that is inside of yourself where you don't feel good about yourself so you use external validation to feel better but it, you know what it, it doesn't hurt once in a while to just get a, a nice reaction from a girl it just yeah. you know, it doesn't hurt it can really boost your confidence a little bit and then hopefully at the end of the day remind yourself you know what I I am awesome. You know, sometimes that and I hope that's the realization from from guys I work with or guys I don't work with who just watch the videos and and things like that, is to realize, you know, you are as long as you're hopefully not a crappy person to people, you are a you're a a cool guy, you are a good person, you 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 know, it's and, and it's just more important that you see it rather than trying to get proof from other people. Like it should come from within. But Mm -hmm. once in a while, you can can take a hack or use a hack and try to get it a little bit from meeting people, putting yourself out there and just going through the process of meeting women. Some people, it's a little bit dangerous though because some people get addicted to it and continuously approach, approach, approach and sleep with this girl, sleep with that girl and get into a relationship with this girl and that girl only to find that they're completely using all of that to feel good about themselves. So I hope that, you know, because it's really hard to sit there and kind of kumbaya spirituality, say things to yourself, mantras to get yourself to feel good about who you are. It's it's like almost impossible. Like you need some sort of proof on some level.
1: Oh, absolutely. When I have, I mean, I'm very deeply spiritual, but I'm also very grounded and practical and I kind of went to both ends. You know, I went to one far end and then went the other far end and then found somewhere in the middle. And I think sometimes people in the spiritual or communities, whatever you want to call it, the awakening communities, they might say, well, you don't, you should never need anything on the outside to validate yourself. And it's like, well, we are animals. And if you study, you know, evolutionary psychology, like that's a part of our biology. We do need external proof of, and we do need to be validated. Like I remember at one point in my life where I used to think, you know, it was more of a holier than thou attitude, but it was, I should never need any external proof ever again. Like, like trying to be above it. And then it was like, well, that's bullshit because you're, you're yeah. Even if you are spirit or divine being or whatever you want to say it, like you're still, you're still a human being. And so you got to honor both aspects of yourself. And, I really think that's a much more grounded approach, as long as the external isn't what you're completely dependent upon because that's doomed eventually to fade. You know. I think it is. I think it's a healthy balance between the two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As long as you can find that. But yeah, I think the bigger thing too is just accomplishing accomplishing goals is Mm -hmm. really is really the best way to start feeling good about about yourself and, and and who you are. Like actually having a plan. And achieving something that you're trying to set out to achieve, that's going to be one of the best ways to to build confidence
1: yeah, absolutely and then it's like you just you hit something at this level, and then if you want to, you can take it to the next level and uh and you can keep going if you if if you want to I know for me I've kind of tried to go up to too many levels too quickly and fell down then oh, okay, I gotta reassess and uh, that's a whole that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation I think though. <laughs> Uh, Trip, I'm going to ask them maybe like one or two more questions, and then are you cool if we go to the audience? And if yeah, anyone... definitely,
0: I'm happy to.
1: And guys, if if you have any questions for Trip, anything at all, please feel free to share, put up there in the comments section, and um, I'll get to those after I ask after I ask them a couple more questions here. So if you guys have anything, go for it. Um, Trip, what do you think would be the best? the best advice that you could give someone who's maybe accomplished everything that they want to accomplish, but they're looking for that, that next level. And I know this isn't more, I guess, towards relationship. This is more just relationship to ourself.
0: Like if... if uh, You mean in, in everything? They've sat there, they've gone, I've done it all. Well, let's say... Let's say they've they've met a certain
1: number of goals, and then they like they have to form new goals. Like like, what's the point? Because we can keep going and setting new goals, and I think that's important to always have new goals to set. But I know for me in my own journey, and for some some individuals that I've coached in the past, it's like they get that new goal. And I think Tony Robbins talks about this a little bit. He says, the worst is when you meet a goal and you finally get it, and then you realize, like, hmm. What do you? Where do you think that comes from? Like, if a person hits the that top of the pyramid, they get to where they want it to be, and then they're like, "But I still don't feel what it was that I was looking to feel." I'm sure you've come across this.
0: That's interesting. I mean, I, I, I would, I'd be curious to see what their goals are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In terms of what it is that they were looking for, because they were probably looking to, at the goals to fulfill them in some way. You know, this is like almost like a psychological question. Like, like they were looking at these goals in a a way to fulfill or fill a hole in something. You know, depending Mm. on what that was. Mm. So I I would ask them to 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 really dive deep and and see what what are they looking for and what is what is it that would make them feel fulfilled. You know, it maybe just continuing just accomplishing new goals and and any level doesn't matter what it is or building new skills might be something that they do forever and that's great keep busy do that you know i think and this back to tony robbins he he says a lot about one of the best ways to achieve fulfillment and happiness is helping other people Mm -hmm. right so giving back giving time to other people i mean be great if you could do what we do is we we do this for work, and it's it's giving to other people. But I think the the next level might be, you're you're giving your time away to help those in in need, and and doing more you know charity work or or just trying to figure out other ways to give value to others who need it and might not be able to uh, to receive it. Maybe they don't have the funds. Maybe they don't have the technology. Whatever it is. So I would probably say to that person, even though I'm not I'm not. Really, a life coach. I don't consider myself one, but just in my opinion, here, probably to seek out is there something you could do to help others with your time? Because that has been proven to make you feel pretty fulfilled and pretty good.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that, that's more, it was more of a, I guess, a relationship to self question, but it's all the research says that when, we're serving or helping other individuals out. We actually feel better. It's built into our biology because of tribal psychology and things like that.
0: Exactly, exactly. So ask yourself what you what you can do to help other people. It could be a friend too. Could mm-hmm. be a friend, you know, uh, someone or someone who needs it. You know, not necessarily giving unsolicited help, but but seeing where you can offer help or value to someone who needs it.
1: Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm going to go to, to Bonnie's question here. Uh, so Bonnie says, what or how do you get them to know this or see this? What works for you? I can give them encouragement, but what approach helps you most? I'm trying to think of maybe what, what she's referring to. So that came up about...
0: What or how do you get them to know this or see this? So that came up about four minutes ago. What works for you. I can give them encouragement, but what approach helps you most? maybe it sounds like when they're not accomplishing what they're trying to accomplish yeah that's it good maybe call we're talking yep. about that um, yeah yeah cuz yeah there's a, yeah, i mean so
1: it's like how do i guess how would you get another person one,
0: one thing i do, i try to like open them up to reality so i kind of actually give them like a tough love you know and 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 say okay listen let's live in reality for a moment okay reality is in order to achieve X and Y goal, these things need to happen. Mm-hmm. We have to ask ourselves: Did we do these things? And most of the time, the answer is 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 no. Because if you did, you would have achieved the goal, right? I'm trying to think of an example. Let's say, um, the guy is like, "Well, I haven't gotten a girl's number yet," and 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 you know what the heck? And I'd say, "Well." You know, you probably haven't gotten a girl's number yet because you've only approached like one or two girls a week. When I told you that in order to do this, you're going to need to approach about 10 girls a week because right now you're not used to approaching women. So we have to approach more and talk to more or go on online dating apps and swipe more or whatever, whatever it is. So usually they're not putting in the correct effort to get to the point. Where they're getting the result they want. So we have to kind of bring them back to reality and say, this is what it's going to take. And then bring them back to the reality of, listen, this is hard. This is not easy. If it was easy, you wouldn't be looking things up on YouTube, reading books, hiring a coach. Otherwise, right? If it was easy, we wouldn't be talking right now. I actually literally had to say that to a client recently. And that kind of motivated them in a way. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's right. It's like a reminder. <laughs> that's right. It's hard. Therefore, I need to continue to put the work in. My journey isn't over yet.
1: Right, right. I, that's why I need the support. That's why I'm here. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And the motivation. Say, listen, you could do it. I did it. Other clients have done it. Like you got this. Look how far you've already come. Like even if it was a little thing that they've done, you know, yeah. it's like they've done it. Even them signing up, for example, to be a client. That's a big move. You're investing Mm -hmm. in yourself to put yourself, you're paying someone to put yourself through emotional pain. (laughs) Okay. I mean, of course, there's more to it than that. Like you're gonna be feeling good after doing it. But in the beginning, you're 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 investing in getting called out and getting pushed and kind of beat up. But you need to beat up and go through it all to, you know, to to succeed and 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 achieve the goals that you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I, th- I always say that uh coaching could probably be depending on your skill level, but it, you're ultimately it's it can be one of the hardest things to quote unquote sell. And when I say sell, I really just mean, you know, sharing with a person what it is that they really want and being able to speak that for them and show them the steps to it. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Guys, what other questions do we have for, for Trip here? And I'm, I'm going to ask another question if I don't see uh, any come up because it, everyone's, it looks like we're moving a little slower here today. Um, so Trip, what would you, if, if someone's, I guess if someone's at the point where they've they've learned this new skill to, cre- to create relationship because ultimately that's what this is as well too. is You're, you're teaching people how to, to create relationship. At least that's how I see it. I could be wrong in that. But um, can you apply it in other areas of life as well? Like the skills that you're teaching individuals?
0: Well, I mean, kind of based off of what we've been saying, you can because... You're learning about how to achieve goals and you're learning work ethic and you're learning how to be persistent and to be patient through change.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: applies to anything that you're doing, really. hmm That's, I think, why guys end up trying to do more after they accomplish this because it's as if on a deeper level they understand that they've they've been able to accomplish those things, not accomplish necessarily getting girls or getting laid, but they're accomplishing the feat to get to the, to the goal. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so it's like they, they have a newfound confidence that they can accomplish something and then mm. they can achieve something and they can build a, a skill or, 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 or get a result in, a, in another area.
1: Mm. Does that make yeah.
0: sense?
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's it's just learning to have the confidence that if you put the effort and energy in, you can create it out there in the world. Right. And it's it's just whether you're willing to put the effort and energy in.
0: Yeah. How bad do you want it? That's another thing I always ask people is how bad do you want it? If it's not if you don't want it that bad, you're not going to get it because you're not going to put the work in toward it. But if you really want it bad, then you will put the work in and you'll you'll hopefully get it. I mean, I think with enough work anyone can really accomplish what they want to do.
1: Absolutely. Do you think it's
0: that just you want it.
1: right. Trip, do you think that's something that this is just a personal thing that I always think about and I've asked my coaches this and all do you think that's something that can be created like desire or want for something?
0: Not necessarily. I mean I think it's more Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't know either, man. Like that. That's totally. It's, it's a deep, deep question. They like, <laughs> they, they <laughs> like I mean, I think the only way you could do it is like persuasion, right? So you can persuade someone and say, you know, like, look at your life. Like, look at this area. Like this. Like this sucks. Like, do you really want to continue living like this? right you know um positive in a way motivation you know so saying if you don't get if you don't get what you want here then this negative thing is going to happen and then also if you do get what you want imagine how that's going to feel mm-hmm. so i'd say probably persuasion and using some of those you know those ideas in terms of showing them the both i guess simply pros and cons but if they, if they deep, you know on, on a deep level like they don't they don't want it or or even if they're simply just lazy to do something it, it they don't really care right you know? right like if you're too lazy to go to the gym or work on your finances or meet a girl you care but but not enough or else you would do something if i put a um, burning coal in your hand you're going to throw that off your hand as fast as possible, right? right. That's pretty painful. You're right. not going to want that in your hand anymore. So you're going to take action. Or let's say I, uh, let's say I, I, you know I don't know, I had a gun to your head, and I said, "Answer this question, whatever it may be, you have 30 minutes to figure out the answer, and you know you're going to die." It's <laughs> an extreme example. But you're gonna figure that out because you don't want to die. You truly don't want to die, right? Yeah. It, so, it's... so it depends on how bad you really want it. I mean, listen, some people, it's tough because there's mental illnesses, right? You might not be able to be capable of something because you you there's a chemical imbalance in your head and you're depressed, or you have anxiety, and it's like you do want it, but you can't. You don't have the tools to to get over. To get over whatever's going on inside of your head, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and just interesting, TJ said, "Out, I will pray the pain away." And listen, I'm not gonna, can, I'm not gonna share my religious beliefs because um, it doesn't matter. But I will say that, you know, that doesn't work. You yeah. can't sit in a room and just hope for something. Like you do, you will need to to do something.
1: Yeah. like, there, I,
0: like there's just So much proof in that. Like you you have to do something if you want. You can pray and do something, but doing nothing, it won't get you anywhere. It just won't.
1: And and I think like it kind of comes back to the question. Like pain is a great motivator. Like I know for me, when I put myself in a room and I stopped like distracting myself with everything else, and I felt the internal pain, whatever I was going through, whether it was. Um, you know, whatever was happening in my life at that point, it was, it made me think like, okay, this pain sucks. What did I do to get in this pain? And what do I need to do to get out of it? Cause like we acted into it some way. And so there's a way to act out of it. So I think it's, yeah, I love that, man. I think it's, sometimes you have
0: to go to rock bottom. Yeah. That's, that's another thing too. Sometimes you have to hit yeah. rock bottom. Um, for some people, it's going to take extreme external circumstances. To happen to you, a loss of a friend, a family member, a um, you know, a really terrible financial situation happening to you, getting fired, you know, um, I don't know, something happening to your health and having to go to the hospital. Like I'm talking about, extreme things might have to happen to get you to that point. And mm-hmm. let's hope that never happens. And you and you can. Get enough motivation and willpower to fix things before it gets to that point. But um, but sometimes that's that's the you know what has to happen. I mean, for a lot of like drug addicts and things like that, like they have to hit some serious rock bottom to mm. make change. They have to be like, you know, have an overdose or lose lose um, you know, members of a family who don't want to speak to them anymore, uh whatever it may be. So, you know, maybe that can be your a motivator. A way, the the negative motivator like <laughs> I want that to happen, okay, right. do you want to make the change now, or do you want to wait till till things are really bad?
1: right, right, and I think that, yeah, I love that I love that I think that the cool the the cool thing to recognize is like those things are those things are probably going to happen anyway, you know, like I've lost friends and family members and and I mean, there's certain situations, but like why not just try to live the best life? That you can right now, yeah like why not just try to go all out like what do you have to lose, and if you lose it all, like at least you went for it, and there's always ways to build it back up I mean I've lost a lot I've got lots of money, I've lost lots of money i've did, I've done pretty much everything, and like it just makes you more fearless in the end of the day, I'm like why wouldn't you know why wouldn't you want to live from that space, yeah. Trip, I'm going to go to Gina's question here. Are you still good with maybe one or two more questions if they come up?
0: Yeah, I have uh, I have a few more minutes. Cool, Absolutely. man.
1: So I'll just go to Gina's question. She says, in relationship, how can men feel love slash respect from women with respecting each other's value as a person?
0: So in relationship... Well, doesn't that go hand in hand? I'm kind of confused about the question. Yeah. How can men feel love and respect from women with respecting... I mean I would imagine that is there maybe I think I think she she has maybe if you're still around you know maybe be more specific there might be a, it sounds like you're in a situation where you you want to bring something up I think we need some more specificity here but how can men feel love and respect from a woman with respecting each other's values as a person yeah I'm just a little confused on exactly what the what the question is here
1: yeah, let me try to let me, let me try to feel this out. How can men feel love/slash respect from women with respecting each other's value as a person? If I had to guess, it sounds like Gina, if you could rephrase that, that would be wonderful. But I'm going to take a shot in the dark here because I'm feeling it out. If I had to guess, I think she's asking, it, it looks like she's in a situation where. She's not getting respect, but she wants to feel respect from that other person. It sounds like a very toxic situation, actually.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, good, good, good thought there. I
1: think, that's, I think, okay, yeah, here we go. So Gina says, uh, Men have told me that I, that I disrespect from me. Men have told me that they feel disrespected. Toward... I'm just going to go with my initial. Uh, One on that, Gina? (laughs) I think it's... If I had to guess, I think she's in a toxic relationship and she's not feeling respected or other men aren't feeling like she's respectful to them. And so she wants to create a relationship of admiration and respect.
0: Usually I would say... So here's my, my answer, even though I don't know exactly the question, but I think I have an idea of maybe... A thought here would be, would be um, empathy. Usually, it starts with empathy. When you don't yeah. understand... So empathy means like understanding how a person's feeling. So usually, people, people feel disrespected. And usually, or usually, disrespect shows its face when the other person isn't understanding how they're feeling. Yeah. So they're doing something or taking some sort of action that's, that's being disrespectful. So my guess is Gina either you're not empathizing in your relationships or your partners aren't empathizing with you meaning you're not coming from okay before i yell at this person or argue with this person or say something to this person let me just see like where are they right now and how are they feeling so you can understand how to approach a situation that's going to communicate what you're feeling and not necessarily disrespect the other person. It's a very, very advanced move, but important in all relationships, friendships, business relationships. I mean, everything.
1: That's great. I love that. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's a communication issue. Asking for your needs to be met without coming across as an asshole, <laughs> yeah. which I've been guilty. We've all been guilty of it, Gina. So there's no judgments there at all. It's just... That's a that's a that's a part of it. It's a part of the learning process for sure. Beautiful trip. Thanks so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate your time. We appreciate your energy. It, it really means a lot to to the community that you were willing to to do this. If you had uh, one thing, like let's say that your today was your last day, you were going to cut out or whatever was going to happen. What's the last? Thing that you would say to humanity? What's the last thing that what What would be your last message to the world?
0: Oh my God, <laughs> that is that's a great question.
1: That's I always finish interviews on this one.
0: Oh my gosh, what what so, so much pressure to come up with? <laughs> you know,
1: take your time, man. There's, there's, um,
0: yeah. what's the last thing? Trying to think of like all my wisdom summed up in thirty five right. years on this earth.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. I think I would say. I would say something to the extent of. The the past is the past and and even though you might have made mistakes or aren't happy with your past you can always you know do something now to to make a change and work on your future and in, in terms of being happy it's never too late
1: that's great i love it
0: that's, yeah. what, that's what comes to mind
1: beautiful awesome i love it trip thanks so much for taking the time on man do you have any programs or where can people contact you yeah you I, I would say right
0: come over to tripadvice.com and and there's all my links are there. If you want to check out my YouTube channel, you want to link to my podcast, you want to check out my book or my program, it's all all information is right there and right at the top. So go to tripadvice.com with two Ps and you can find more ways to to get information from me.
1: Awesome. And guys, if you want to check out those links are right there below in the YouTube description box, you can just check that out. Trip, thanks a lot for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's been an honor. It's been really enjoyable. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.